Mother's Day. I want to, uh, I, I don't know, I didn't specifically title this message, but we will just, uh, we'll just call it the love of God. Um, you know, with it being Mother's Day today, I, I was thinking uh, over the past several days about a mother's love. It was funny. I was uh, I, I was sell, uh, I was visiting my mom and my dad. Uh, myself and my family went over the other night, and uh, we were visiting with them. And mom was uh, talking about how that uh, uh, when my older sisters and brother were uh, were young, that you know she would sit around and they would read poems and, and stories and they would have these times together and I said I don't remember that and she said well you know you were you were probably too young I said all I remember is you know building brick sidewalks and and, and, and you know working in the yard and painting the house and, and, and you know doing landscaping and she was laughing she said well you know we did do a lot of those things she said but we did some good things too and I, I, you know, I was I was teasing her there. You know, we we did some things. We did some fun things. As the youngest one, I I got to be a little more spoiled than than the others. Now, don't tell them, okay? Because I've never admitted that to them. But I got to be a little bit more spoiled, and I got to take advantage of some things that that as kids they didn't have because my parents were in a little better financial situation when I came along than when they came when when they were born. So I reaped the benefit being the youngest child. There, there are some benefits to being the youngest child. And if there are those that are here, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, yes, I see people pointing. That's good. But, you know, a mother's love, you know, you can't really define it, but I'm sure that each one of you can think back and you can remember times where your where your mom just poured out love in your life. You can remember things that she did, times that, you know, that mom was there and, and, and she would be that one that would take the time with you. She'd comfort you. Uh, may, maybe you were the, you know, maybe you were going through a, a hard time and, and you know, Maybe it was a financial struggle you were facing as a young, uh, you know, a, a young teenager or whatever, and your, you know, mom's slipping you a little bit of money, saying, "Listen, you know, take care of that." Moms do those things. Dads do them sometimes too, but you know, mom's that nurturer. She's the one that's she's she's in tune with you know with with the needs of the the family. Sometimes us us men are not so. Uh, uh, not so no, uh, uh, careful. Yeah, attentive. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. We don't notice those things as much. Um, but, you know, moms have a tendency to pour out. They, they have a, a tendency to sacrifice their time, their energy. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll sacrifice for their kids. They'll, they'll give. They spend time, you know, teaching their kids Making sure that, you know, they communicate. Moms generally are better communicators than men. Um, as fathers, a lot of times we're, you know, kind of succinct. We, we like to kind of get right to the point, and here's what it is, and just go do this. Where mom, you know, will take the time to step back and say, all right, listen, you know, 
here's what here's what you need to do, and here's why, and here's how this you know you know is is, is affected you know in your life how this works and why you need to do this. Dad just said go do it. Well, why, Dad? Because I said so. Yeah, see, y'all's dad said the same thing. <laughs> Mom would try to teach, and dad would say, because I said. Um, they're nurturing. And, you know, while it's not the, the, the main role of a mom, they're also ones that will correct. I, I can remember times where um, very, very few, because I, you know, I was a wonderful child, but I can remember sometimes where mom would have to correct me. And uh, I can remember that it took a lot to, to really get mom to the point to where she had to correct me. I had to, to really work at it. <laughs> I had to put a lot of energy into, into getting her to that point. And I can remember one thing that, that my mom always said, and it's, it stuck with me. She used to tell us kids, she said, listen, I'm, I'm always going to love you because you're my child. But I want other people to love you too. <laughs> and so, you know, she would, you know, she would work on us and, and, and deal with us. And so today I, I want to, you know, while we're honoring our moms today and, and the love that they pour out, I, I want to talk to us about the love of God. And how much greater is God's love than even a mother's love? God is always going to love his children. God wants his children to, to be like him and to, to live a life that is pleasing. See, God is a loving God. As we read in, in John chapter 3, verse 16, it talks about God so loved the world. God is a loving God. That is his, at the very core of, of who God is, is that he is a loving God. But see, God is also a just God. I was, I was in prayer the other day, and, and the Lord just began to, to talk to me and to, to kind of show me some things about that. And, and God began to, to talk about how that those two things, the love and the, the righteous and just God have to work together. The love is that, listen, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to give up on you. I, I'm going to keep on working with you. I'm going to keep on teaching you so that I can get you to be holy like I'm holy. I, I'm going I'm to keep drawing you to get you to where you'll receive the, the plan of salvation, to where you'll repent be baptized in my name and, and filled with my spirit so that you can be delivered from the, the life of sin and you can be made righteous and, and holy like me, like God. And, and so God continues to do that. And, and, and sometimes it seems that those are two separate directions that God goes in where, you know, we talk about God being loving, but then on the other hand, God is a just God and he cannot, uh, he cannot allow sin to remain. Now, 
I, I see these two things are not opposites, but they, they work together. And it's just like a parent, uh, as, a, as a, a mom wants her child, you know, as mom used to say, she wants other people to love me. And so she would correct me and, and work, work with me when I would do things that were not lovable. When, when I would do things that, that were not right, that, that would, you know, cause me to maybe to take the wrong path. She would, she would you know, guide me and, and, and direct me. And, and whenever it was needed, she would correct me. But she would always do that in a loving way. Now, I didn't always think it was loving. I really didn't like to be corrected. Did you? It, it, it wasn't fun. But, you know, it wasn't fun for our parents either. And it's not fun for God either when, when he has to correct us. But God does that because he loves us. The scripture says that he chastises those that he loves. He will, he will correct those that he loves because he, he wants them to be right. He wants them to, to be righteous and holy and to do things that are, that are pleasing to him because those are the right things. Right. Amen. See, I, I've actually, um, I, I've had to, uh, I, I've had to talk to several different people uh, in the past few years here about, you know, they're, they're concerned about their children. They're concerned about the path that their children have taken. Maybe they, maybe they were children that have grown up in the church and the parents took them to church, but, but they seem to be kind of going a different path. And, and they're worried about them. And they said, you know, Pastor, I, I'm, I'm praying for them. I'm still talking to them. I'm still trying to pour into their life, but, but they're old enough now that I can't control them. And my, you know, the, the thing that the Lord has prompted me with and the, the Lord has, has talked to me about is, listen, we can't control other people. We can pray for them. We can't ask God to intervene. But what we have to do is we also have to trust God. We have to trust his word because the, the scripture tells us to train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So if you have a child today and you have put something in them, know that they're going to retain that and they're not going to depart from what you've done. You have to trust God and, and trust his word. Now, there, there are, you know, some children that have, have taken some wrong turns and, and gone down some, some bad paths. But that that has been put in them, it never leaves them. Thinking of one individual from my past, an individual that I know, and his parents were, you know, Holy Ghost-filled, saints of God, faithful, faithful, faithful. They raised their children to... You know, to serve God and be at church and, and do all of the right things. And he went down, the, one of their sons went down the wrong path and, and got himself in trouble and got into bad situations. But, you know, 
and, and talking to him, he has never forgotten the word of God that was placed in his life. He, he's never forgotten what the Bible says and, and the truth that was taught to him. And, and later in his life, he began to, to turn and to make some changes. And ultimately, he ended up coming back to God. Oh, listen, the, the seeds that we plant are going to, to bring forth whatever that seed was. We can't plant the word of God in our child's life and it bring up evil. It's not, in the, uh, it's not in that seed to produce evil. It's in that seed to produce good. If I plant a, tomato, uh, a seed from a tomato, I'm going to get tomatoes. I'm not going to get peaches from that. If we plant good things in our child's life, in the life of those that are around us, if we plant good seeds, we're going to reap a harvest of good. Amen? See, and, and Jesus has, has planted within us his love. He has planted his truth in us. Now, listen, we're not perfect. He, when, even those of us that, that are saved, that have, have, have taken, uh, taken full advantage of the plan of salvation, we're not perfect. But he has planted within us his spirit. The, the Holy Spirit has been planted within us. And that's what begins to grow. That's what's supposed to be, to be uh, manifesting itself in our life. Now, we can't starve that seed. We have to feed that. We have to let that work. But, but God's going to continue to prompt us. Just like a, a, a mother never gives up on her child. Amen. Amen. God never gives up on us. Right. He keeps drawing us. He keeps working on us. He keeps loving us. He keeps saying, come on. Come on back over here. This is, this is the safe place. This is where I want you to be. Amen. Thank God for that. Amen. Thank God that, that he cares for us and he never Amen. gives up on us. Oh, there's, there's been times where, uh, you know, in my flesh, uh, if I were God, I would have given up on me. But God didn't. He said, no, I, you're, you're still my child, and I still love you, and, and I, still, I still desire you. Amen. And, and see, every individual that has ever been born or will ever be born, Jesus loves them. God loves loves them and, and desires for them to be restored to him. Amen. He, he desires for them to be saved and to be renewed in their spirit, to, to let the Holy Ghost change them and bring them into the place that he wants them to be. And so he doesn't give up on us. He, he's there daily teaching us, trying to direct us, trying to lead us, trying to draw us into a place of safety. God, you know, if, if you've been filled with the Holy Ghost, then, then the Spirit of God that is within you, you, you'll feel that convicting power that, you know, when, when you go to do something and, and, and it's not pleasing to God, you, you feel that, that, oh, no, I, I shouldn't do this. 
You know, maybe you let your 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 uh, your anger get the best of you, and you you know you lash out at somebody. Afterwards, you go, oh wait a minute, God, I'm I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't have done that. That's that's the Holy Ghost. That's the love of God at work in your life. That's because God's saying, listen, I, I'm coming soon. I, I'm I'm going to come back for a church that's that's holy. That's it's righteous, a, a church that, that's pleasing to me. And so he's, he's coming back and he's drawing each and every one of us into a place. Amen. Now, God loves us so much. And he is the only one that knows when he is going to return for his, for his people. God's the only one that knows that. The angels don't know it. We don't know it. No one else has ever it's, has it ever been revealed to. God alone knows when he's going to return. And so God knows that, listen, I've got to reach people before I come back. I, I want to reach as many as I can. That's why there's, a, there's an urgency within us. The Holy Ghost that's within us begins to, uh, to, to well up and say, listen, you, you've got to go and, and be my disciples. It's not time that we can sit, you know, sit by and say, well, you know, the, the preacher will preach on Sunday. But no, he, he begins to deal with each one of us and, and, and he, he begins to show us opportunities and says, all right, go, go and do. Sister Michelle, go, go find these people and, and baptize them. Let me fill them with the Holy Ghost. It's, it's okay for you. Go ahead, do that. Amen. God begins to direct us because he knows that, that he has to, to reach as many as he can before he returns. Amen. That's that love of God. And there's a, a sense of urgency that begins to get a hold of us the, the, the closer we get to the return of God. Yes. I, I, I feel this message, it's, it's taking a turn from, 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 where, from where I had, from my notes. So I'm just going to, I'm going to shut that off and I'm just going to talk to you a little bit. We're, we're living in a, in a day and age where sin is rampant. And as the church, God is, is dealing with the church. He's dealing with the saints of God, not only to be witnesses, but he's dealing with us. And he's saying, you know what? I need you to examine yourself. I, I need you to, to pay attention to what's going on in your life. I, I, need, I need you to be aware of where you are in your walk with me. Sometimes we, as, as saints of God, can, can, we can be so outwardly focused and we're, we're looking at everything that's going on around us and, and we fail to turn our, our, our vision into our own life. Right. And, and God, I believe, is, is right now, he is, he is doing a work among his people saying, church, purify yourself. Yes. There's, there's some things that, that God is dealing with different individuals about, and I, I, believe, that, I, I believe that it's becoming more of a broad, uh, a broad spread uh, move within the church 
that people are being drawn back into a place that is closer to God and, a, and into things that are more pleasing to God. There's, uh, there's a, a, a devotional that I'm reading right now, and it's talking about an awakening. It's an awakening through prayer, through the, the relationship with God and allowing that, that prayer with God not just to be a, a, you know, a, a prayer at a mealtime or, a, or a, a, a ritualistic type prayer, but it's that relationship with God and, and, and talking to God and spending time in his presence and allowing the, the, the spirit of God to begin to, to saturate you. Spending that time to where you're just soaking in the presence of God. Yes, amen. See, if we're, we're experiencing this. We're seeing this move among God's people because he loves us. And God, as I talked about on Tuesday, he, he gives us warnings about things that, that are in the end time church. Some, some negative things that he sees. And, and God has given us those as a warning. But he also is speaking to us and saying, listen, don't let those things be at work in your personal life. Right. Not, you know, I mean, God is, he, he loves us as individuals. And he's saying, listen, let me be at work in your life. Yes, amen. Be, a, be a, a, attentive to me and let me lead you and guide you. I, I believe that if, if Everyone here today, everyone within the sound of my voice, I believe that if each one of us were honest, if we spent time in the presence of God, there would be some things that God would begin to talk to us about, begin to convict us about, that God would begin to, to say, listen, I, I need you to pay attention to this in your life because you, you, need, to, you need to get rid of that. And I don't believe that there is anyone that is excluded from that. I, I believe none of us are perfect. We all have flaws. It, it's funny when I, you know, when I uh, talk into my mom, I mean, I, I'm, I'm over 50 now. And that's hard to say. <laughs> I, 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 I'm 51 now, right? I think I'm 51. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm forgetful, you know. But I, I'm, I'm over 50 now. And, and so um, when I talk to my mom, if she hears anything in, in my conversation that, that throws up a red flag, I can promise you my mom does not hold back. She'll say, now, Mark, you know that that's not right, don't, you know. My mom's, you know, she she's... Not been, you know, the, you know, I mean, I, I, I've been married for a long time now. I've been out on my own. And, and, and mom's not been the one there going, you know, daily just talking to me and, you know, do this and don't do that. And, and you know, we kind of got past that relationship. But it never stops in my mom to, to be able to say, hey, listen, you need to work on this. You know, don't, don't let that, you know, don't, don't let that get a hold of you. And it's because she loves me. The Holy Ghost does the same thing. The Holy Ghost sees things in us. It, it speaks to us. It leads us. It directs us. It says, hey, don't do that. 
you're, you know, you're, you're, you're letting, you're, you're getting your, your, your life out of focus. You're getting things out of focus. You're, you're focusing on things that aren't important and not focusing on things that are important. You're, you're bringing things into your life that are gonna, you know, gonna cause you damage. You're, you're allowing yourself to, to listen to things that are harmful. You're allowing yourself to see things, to watch things that are harmful. Stop that. You're, 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 you're bringing things into your life that are harmful. Don't do those. You're not spending time with me. You're spending time with other things. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just I, I feel as a pastor that I just need to say this today. And I, I, I'm sorry if this is not a, a, a Mother's Day message, but I, I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost right now. And I just, I just want to preach to you for a, a, just a, a few more minutes to, to examine yourself. Now is the time that we, as a body of believers, as a, as a child of God, that we need to look at ourselves and we need to say, am I representing Christ? Is my life living up to what God would have me to, to be? Am I, am I doing what God is asking me to do? Am I, am I living right? Am I, am I being holy like God is holy? I believe that every one of us need to, to take time daily and, and, and soak in the presence of God because when we're in the presence of God, as, as the scripture and, and, and John talked about, it said people don't want to, to be in the presence of God because their sins are manifest. They, they don't want to be in the light because their deeds are evil. But if we have uh, our deeds that are, that are good, then we love to be in the light. Because it manifests or, or it shows to others that God's at work in us. And so I ask you today, how does it feel when you're in the presence of God? Do, do you feel convicted in your life? Or are you, or, or, are you longing? Are you just you know, so elated when you get to be in God's presence? When you get to move into that Shekinah glory of God that you get to feel the Holy Ghost just surround you? Does that make you excited or are you nervous about that? If you're nervous about that, then, then that's the Holy Ghost saying, listen, you need to, you need to check yourself. Listen, that, that, that warning, that, that, that thing that, that causes you to, to, to begin to examine, to check yourself, that's not because God is, is mad at you. It's because God loves you. I, I'm sure that probably most all of us here have, have heard that that's phrase at some point in your life that this is going to hurt me a lot more than it hurts you. Yeah. Yeah. I can promise you as a child, I did not believe that. But as a parent, I understood. And, and yes, when, when God has to correct us, that doesn't make him happy. He, he doesn't enjoy doing that. But he will do that because he is a, a righteous and a just God and, and a loving God. And so those things begin to work together and say, listen, because I'm righteous, 
Sin will separate you from me, and I don't want anything to separate you from me. And so I love you enough that I'm willing to, to bring some, some pain into your life if that's what it takes to move you back to where you're going to be righteous and be able to be with me. Amen. Oh, oh, hallelujah. God, I thank you, boy. God, I thank you for that love. I thank you today, God. Lord, for the times that you correct me, God. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. Church, just the same way that a mother would love you and would care for you and would take care of you. God does even more. And today, I, I feel the love of God that's beginning to minister to us right now. I believe that, that the Lord is probably speaking to us right now on, on an individual basis. I believe that the Holy Ghost is beginning to to, to talk to us and, and let that love be manifest in our life. Oh, it, it, may, it may step on our toes a little bit. It, it may cause us to have to examine some things in our life, but that's the love of God at work. So many times when we, you know, when we think about, uh, you know, or, or others have, have, have preached about the love of God and, and they say, oh, you know, God's love and, 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 you know, he loves us so much. You know, if God loves us, he wouldn't, he wouldn't uh, uh, you know, he wouldn't judge us and, and allow us to go to hell. He loves us enough that he does everything within his control to lead us. But he, he has also given us that, that ability in ourself and that within us. He has given us that free will to where we choose. Mm -hmm. right. And God's going to draw and, and, and do everything that he can to bring us to that place. Choice is up to you and I. Right. We have the ability to choose. Scripture says that nothing can separate us from the love of God. The only thing that can separate us from God is ourself. And even that doesn't separate us from the love of God. His love will always be for you. But it's up to us whether we accept that love or whether we reject that love. Mm. Hallelujah. You know, in order for me to, to, to be able, stand with me today, in order for us to be able to receive love from our natural, uh, from our natural mother or our father, we have to make sure that we remain in contact with them. We have to, to be around them. We have to talk to them and spend time with them. God wants the same thing from you. He's asking you, spend time with let me, let me show you my love. Today, right where you're at, I, I want to give you a, a, an opportunity just to allow God to pour out his love on you today. If you're here and you've not received the Holy Ghost, if, if you haven't taken part in that plan of salvation that God has, I, I would invite you today to just begin to raise your hand 
and just ask God, Lord, fill me with your spirit. God, let the Holy Ghost come and reside within me. If, if you're here today and you have received that, I would invite you today just to raise your hand and say, God, let the Holy Ghost be at work in me. Lord, shine the light of the Holy Ghost in my life and reveal to me things, God, Lord, that you would have me to change or to do that I can be pleasing to you. Thank you. Let's all just begin right now. Let's just lift our hands. Let's pray and let's talk to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, Jesus, we love you, God. Lord, we